can the NFL and the Raiders and the fans be sure that there are not any other racial insensitive remarks by you out there in the atmosphere that could be published by the Washington Journal or any other publication? All I can say is I'm not a racist. I don't uh, – I can't uh, tell you how sick I am. I apologize again to, to, to D. Smith. Um, but I feel good about who I am and what I've done my entire life. And um, I apologize for the insensitive remarks. I had uh, no uh, – you know, I, I, I had no racial uh, intentions with those remarks at all. Cannot play with it. Cannot win with it. Cannot cope with it. Can't do it. Now, man, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. What up, what up, what up? It's your host, Neil Maligno. You are listening to either What Happens in Vegas or the Clock Dodgers podcast. I am sharing this episode on both feeds, having the conversation one time because it needs to be had. Um, A lot of people asked me and reached out as soon as this news broke that John Gruden had resigned uh, for the emails that were racial, racist, homophobic, all these things. Uh, Neil, are you going to talk about this? Are you going to discuss this? Are you going to go on the podcast about this? Don't shy away from this. That, you know, those kind of questions. Of course, I'm not going to shy away from this. Of course, I'm going to talk about it, not just because it's a Raider issue, uh, but because this is what I always do here on the podcast. I always talk about these kind of issues because they need to be talked about. Um, I'm, I'm someone who, who fully is invested and believes in the value of a conversation. Um, and so I'm not going to shy away from it. I'm not that guy who, because a, a conversation may be uncomfortable, would rather not have it. Um, I don't I don't believe that helps us in any way moving forward. So, um, yes, well, of course, I'm going to cover this. And of course, I'm going to talk about it. And of course, I'm going to share my opinions on it. Um, let's start with the facts. In case you're not aware of what's happened, Raider, former Raiders head coach, he's former now because he resigned uh, yesterday, John Gruden. Uh, emails came out. There was an investigation into the Washington football team because there was word that the organization was being poorly ran. Lots of uh, bad stuff were happening there. And so a law firm was hired. They went, they dug into like 650,000 emails. For some reason, this is the only thing that has come out of that. That is for another conversation. I'm not going to have that here today. Um, The investigation was into the Washington football team. However, John Gruden is the only one who we've heard anything about. I assume that's going to change, but for right now, that's the conversation that we have. Um, emails came out from John Gruden somewhere 10 years ago, somewhere 2014. Some may have been more recent. Um, none of these, I don't believe, had anything to do with currently his job as, as the Raiders head coach. It was more past tense, um, but it doesn't really matter in regards to the conversation that we're having here. Um, there was you know, emails about you know racial comments, homophobic comments, racist comments, all kinds of stuff. Um, discussing stuff, things people should never speak of. Uh, and so we're, we're going to kind of try to unpack this. It's a lot. Um, it was happening quickly. At first, I was going to do an episode when it was just the racial comment, the racist comment, because it was unacceptable to start with. Um, but then all this other stuff just started flying out of the news. And so this transpired very quickly. Um, let's give some context here. The, the first thing that came out, the first report that came out that John was addressing there on the intro that you heard was uh, when he was talking about NFL Player Association uh, Director um, De- Demora Smith. Uh, 
he was upset with him, right? And he said, Dumb Morris, dumb. He is, he thought he was being funny here, I guess. Dumb Morris Smith has lips the size of Michelin tires. Uh, obviously, this is some sort of big lip ref- reference, uh, which we all know has been used in the past uh, in history and everything, and I guess for racist folks to describe uh, black people. Uh, and so he uses this insult, this, this racist insult, in an email to i'm not sure who i don't know if it was oh yeah it says it was to uh um an an, uh, an executive with uh, the washington football team and so um you have this email come out and this already in itself is bad it's bad people aren't sure at this time when this comes out whether it's john gruden gonna be fired is you know is he gonna be suspended is he gonna be fined what's gonna happen here clearly this is a racist comment now what happens is, is people like to go well, well it was 10 years ago man come on it was 15 years ago it was tw- you know five years ago john gruden is 60 years old basically just about he's not 60 yet but he's just about to be there 10 years ago he was about still pretty damn old you, you feel me 48 that's old i don't care if you said 20 years ago and he was 38 it's not okay no matter what age he is or how long ago to not be held accountable for the words that he used. Okay. So we're going to hold you accountable no matter how long ago it was. Right. I hope we all understand that. I hope that's not something that is, um, you know, not fully agreed upon. You're going to apologize for using it. You're going to say you changed, which is hard for many of us to believe, because as we know, generally speaking, people do not change especially when you're 38 years old, 48 years old, 58 years old. It doesn't really happen that way. You may change the flavor of ice cream you like. You may change uh, whether you like a certain artist or not, and some certain type of music. You may get into a new type of music. You don't change who you are at the core. You don't change from racist to not racist. You don't change from homophobic to not homophobic. These aren't really changes people make. You're if you're that thing, you're already that thing, and it, there's not really a change that's going to come about at 48 years old or 58 years old to make you not that thing anymore. That's just who you are at your core, right? Now, some people say, well, you know, everyone says we've we've all said shit that wasn't right. We've all said shit that we're not proud of. Um, We've all done things we're not proud of. Not a single soul listening to this podcast, talking about the NFL, watching the NFL, living anywhere has been has had a perfect past, has had a perfect life, has everything they've ever done. They've been only proud of. We've all been, you know, d- done things, had poor judgment and, and, have, and have done things that we weren't, you know, the proudest of. However, making racist comments. I can't say we've all been there, my man. That's that's definitely unique to a select group of people. Making homophobic comments, again, unique to a certain group of people. Now, some people may say, oh, well, you know, it's locker room talk, or it's how people talk with their friends. When, when people talk like that, when, when people try to use that excuse, number one, it's an excuse. It's still, you still did it. But he he's using this in this email as a negative context. He's not, he's he's putting it in writing in a negative context. It's not like you you used a word that is now frowned upon and you used it back in a different context, right? He's using it in a hateful manner. He's not just using the word. 
he's using these words hatefully with anger. So that that's the part where it becomes even more racist or homophobic or whatever it is. When you when you're slinging these words around in a negative connotation towards people, it's it's meant to hurt. It's meant to inflict, you know, pain or 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 anger or whatever you're trying to do to somebody. So we're not going to play that game where, you know, it doesn't matter or uh, it was so long ago and this and that. You're going to be held accountable for it. You're going to apologize for it. I'm not. I've been on record with this in the past. I'm not, you know, this this word that gets used around cancel culture and that kind of stuff. I'm not a, a fan of it. People do make mistakes. People's lives shouldn't be ruined for the mistakes. However, if you're in a job and you lose your job because of it, that's that that's how this works. It's not cancel culture that John Gruden lost his job. That's not cancel culture. That's him being held accountable for what he did. That's how life works. You say something, you get fired. Will he ever get another chance again? Who knows? Who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll see how he responds. We'll see how he tries to, you know, move forward. We'll see how others feel about it. We'll see if anything else comes out to the light. But he's not canceled for life. He's not, you know, he, he lost his job. That's what happens when you do things wrong, when you do something bad. That's just kind of normal. He's not canceled. Um, and, e- and even before this all came out all the details some people still didn't even want him canceled i mean some people didn't even want him fired some people were just asking him to acknowledge it stop trying to tell us he doesn't want to have the conversation as if it's his choice when it ends that's like when you're talking to your kid um i don't know for for those who are parents out there when you're talking to your child about something they did wrong and they say they don't want to talk about it well you don't have that choice (laughs) you don't have that choice because you're not in a position to make that call Okay, so that's John. That's John Gruden in this situation. You, you, you fucked up. You said some foul shit. You don't get to choose when we stop talking about it, or when we stop asking you about it, when we stop addressing it. You don't get to do that. He did the right thing by stepping down because he shouldn't be a head coach of the Raiders at this point. But after the racist email comes out, more emails or more information about emails start to flow out, and this is where. We get the homophobic word use. This is where we get all the other type of slander and, and, and things that he's doing um, that are highly frowned upon in regards to Michael Sam, who is one of the, you know, an openly gay player coming into the NFL, Eric Reed, concussions, homophobic stuff. And again, this is just the John Gruden stuff. I don't know who, who he was, who, who responded to him how they responded, what they said. So there may be more coaches or management or ownership that will follow in this in a similar situation. But let's not get it twisted. None of what John Gruden did was right. He's rightfully having to own up to that. Whether he had resigned or not, he would have been fired. Mark Davis, uh, son of Al Davis. The Raiders have always tried to be on the right side of history with things um they were they've always been that way and so they would not have you know this wouldn't have been like some slap on the wrist uh, i know some people feel like oh you know john gruden uh was going to be defended or was bulletproof within the raiders it's not true he would he wouldn't have been um and again the contract situation that he had i'm not going to get into that right now you know who's the next head coach i'm not going to get into that right now um I, I don't really care about that kind of stuff in this conversation i just wanted to cover the john gruden stuff um, because that's what I feel like this conversation needs to be focused on at this point. Um, again, 
No Raider fan should have wanted John Gruden to stay after this. No Raider fan should defend John Gruden having to resign or, you know, or, or, you know, how people are treating him or how they're attacking him. It, it is interesting to see how some of the players are responding. You know, they haven't responded since he resigned, but after the game, uh, after the Bears game, you would hear things like this. Um, to address the second part, I know everyone wants to ask about Coach. Um, he was very honest and upright with us. He tried his best to remember, and he told us up front what he said about Gene Upshaw, uh, which were very positive things, what he said about uh, De Maurice, what he said about whatever, you guys know. Um, and he, he just flat out told us, and, uh, and he addressed it. He was honest. He was up, up front with it, and us as a team were like, I mean, yeah, coach, I mean, it was 10 years ago. We love you, man. You, we got your back, you know. And we, when we left that meeting, it was like, dang, that, you know, that sucks, man. You know, uh, you know, uh, he, he probably regrets it. You know, he, he does. He wish, you know, he, he taught us. He told us, like, men learn from my mistake. You know, he said that to us. So that was Derek Carr after the game against the Bears. Um, next here is uh, Yannick Ngakwe. Um, you know, it wasn't really, um, I wouldn't say no really, no reaction at that point, we're just focused right now on a game that just uh, occurred. You know, we were worried about Chicago. Uh, no, really, no comment on that. So not not much of a comment from Yannick, but here is um, Josh Jacobs speaking on it. And I mean, man, I mean, I've been around this guy for for three years now. Um, I've never I've never felt a certain type of way about him. You know what I'm saying? He never he's never rubbed me a certain way like that type of way. Um, I mean, what he said was what he said at the end of the day too. But I mean, I, I I definitely trust them. Um, and I mean, man, it was ten years ago. I mean, people grow. So that that was Josh Jacobs, and then uh, last year, uh, just a quick clip from Denzel Perryman, linebacker. Uh, me personally, uh, he talked to us about it, and that was it. Like I literally let it go as soon as we walked out of the meeting room. Like I wasn't focused on that. Still not focused on it. So I mean, I don't know what he said. I care less, honestly. I don't know how many years ago it was. Like. My main focus this week was on the Bears, not, you know, whatever he had going on. All right. So that that's a good idea of, you know, what the players were saying post-game before the rest of the emails came out. Now, how how much those emails will affect these guys, I'm not sure. Obviously, a few of these guys were black. So I would think that the racist email was enough, you know, to bother these guys more than, you know, the other stuff may. Uh, but just obviously for like all of us, just uh uh, the combined thing is obviously a you know a big impact in general. Um, where you know the the racist thing was one thing, then you had the homophobic and all this other kind of stuff, and it just gets even more messier. Um, we'll see. These players will certainly be asked, you know, about John again. So we'll see how you know their responses change after this. Let's not forget these guys are actively employed by the Raiders. They may not want to speak out. Uh, they're in the league. They may not want to get, you know, we, we've seen backlash on some players when they speak out as it's, it's ugly. It's not good. It's not fair. Um, but they may be concerned about that. You know, they may be um, not as vocal. And, and some of these guys, you know, maybe just don't feel the need to discuss it right now. But maybe they will in the offseason or maybe they will after their careers. We've seen a lot of guys who played in the league previously. They're the ones being the most outspoken currently. Um, we're not hearing a lot of guys yet in the NFL speak, but to be fair, it hasn't it just, this all happened so quickly. Um, so maybe we'll get more comments from players on the Raiders, um, and more across the league, 
Um, we'll, we'll see as it transpires and we'll update as it transpires. Um, but you know, we'll see, we'll see how they respond. These, you know, everyone's, you know, allowed to have their own opinion, of course. Um, I guess we'll wrap this conversation up with the fact that John Gruden should have been fired or resigned. I agree with that. John Gruden should be held accountable for what he said, should apologize for what he said and should not tell us when the conversation ends. Um, John Gruden won't, wasn't the first and won't be the last in life, in sports, in the NFL, in this investigation that had these issues. Let's just be honest. And, you know, just knowing what the climate is like in the world, period, I'd assume that there's some level of this happening, probably not in email form because people are are smarter now. Um, and even if they're racist or homophobic, they might not just put it in writing. They might not share it. Um, but we know they're out there, right? Uh, these people just exist. It is what it is, right? We can't, we can't get rid of them as much as we try to teach and, and educate and, you know, better people. There's still going to be people who think in such a limited capacity, uh, or in such a hateful capacity. Um, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll see how this goes forward. Again, I'm not here to say that every time someone makes a mistake or when their mistake is, you know, dug up from the past, that they should be destroyed and never heard from again. But you are going to be held accountable. You are going to apologize and you will likely lose your current employment and it will likely be difficult for you to find employment in the future. Um, we, we, we've seen it work, though, for certain guys. You know, I mean, we have seen people come back from these things and you should be allowed to redeem yourself. Um, just know that people who once supported you and didn't know you were this kind of character uh, will not support you moving forward more than likely. Uh, because there's some people who, I mean, no one has to forgive you. No one has to accept you. No one has to do anything. So, you know, he'll have his supporters. He'll have people who don't he'll have people who forgive. You can feel however you want to feel towards John Gruden, but just understand too, that this is a bigger issue that more, more information will follow and should follow than just John Gruden. And that more people do things like this than they should. When I get mad, I don't get racist. When I get mad, I don't get homophobic. I don't need to grow. I don't need to age. I don't need to do none of that. It's just not who I am. And the fact that it took all of this to get him to resign. He could have resigned straight after the racist comment. He don't, we didn't need to go any further than that. That was enough to be embarrassed. You know, hold yourself accountable. If you're apologetic, then leave. That's just the way. That's how I look at it. And it, you know, it's it's just a, it's an issue that we're facing as a people. Uh, it's not just in sports. It's not just in the NFL. It's not just NFL locker rooms. This is just a problem overall. Um, so John Gruden did the right thing by leaving. The Raiders were going to do the right thing by firing him. If he didn't leave, I'm, I'm sure of that. I'm very positive of that. Uh, we'll talk about other things that transpire from this after this. Uh, again, players that follow up, you know, and, and talk about it. Coaches, the NFL. Uh, anything that there is to, to, to continue following this, well, we will do that. Um, if you're looking strictly for the Raiders side of it, the follow up for that, I have a podcast called what happens in Vegas. You can follow there. Uh, but on here on clock Dodgers, I'll also be doing, you know, whatever updates I can with the investigation. If more people get, um, aired out that we're doing these racist things, or these homophobic things, um, let it be a constant reminder to everybody. If you have written something in your past on social media, on emails, on anything, it doesn't matter if it's 10 years ago or not, you'll be held accountable in 2021 
and moving forward. You will not get to use an excuse like it was 10 years ago. It was, but you're, but you're going to pay for it now. That's just the facts. It's just the facts. And your best step is to apologize fully, not just some words, like put your apology into action. Certainly telling people you don't want to talk about it is not an apology. That's not the way to proceed. And funny enough, you'll be talking about it the rest of your life, John Gruden. You will answer to this. You will speak on this. You will be asked about this. People will be asked about you, about these comments, about these emails for the rest of your life. So whether you feel like you don't want to talk about it or not, it will be spoken about and you will always be asked about it. And whenever people see you, they will see that. You are your actions. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. You know, whether that's who you really are, whether it was a mistake, whether you've grown, it is what it is. And it's interesting to play. There's players from the past that come out that say they play with him and they had no issues. There's players from right now who are saying they have no issues. But there's also players who say they had issues. Are those signs of the racism, the homophobia, all this kind of stuff? The personality of John Gruden, or is it just that we all don't get along with everybody? I don't know. Probably in the, in between somewhere, you know. I don't think a player or anybody has come out and straight up said, you know, he was homophobic to me or racist to me. But a lot of people say they didn't vibe with him. They didn't vibe with him, and not not really the current players. Um, more more so guys from the past, but um, they've spoken out. Like I said, a lot of current players haven't really spoken on it yet. Um, and now that he's resigned, I'm sure more will. I'm curious about your thoughts. I appreciate your thoughts. I appreciate your opinions. I'd love to hear what you have to say about this at clock Dodgers on Twitter, Instagram, all those good places. We can continue the conversation there. Um, again, I'll have future content on this as information flows, which I assume it's not over. I assume it's not over, but m- most importantly, remember that the conversation is important. Do not feel uncomfortable. Do not be embarrassed. Do not be afraid of criticism. Speak how you feel. Because the longer you stay silent, no matter how uncomfortable it is, it's not going to help anything get better. Somebody could have could have been said this about John Gruden 10 years ago, five years ago. But they were uncomfortable about it. They didn't want to talk about it. They want to bring it up, maybe because they were, you know, incriminating themselves. That's possible, too. But the conversation has to be had. People have to be held accountable. People need to apologize to the people they've hurt. And the only way to really see some true change is to have conversations about it, to have it spoken about, to have people held accountable for it. That's where the real growth comes from. You want to talk about growth and people growing. The only way to grow is to be held held accountable for your shit. You understand? You can't be held accountable for something or grow or be better. I mean, you can't grow or be better from something. It's hard when you're not held accountable for it. It doesn't, it doesn't even really make sense. It doesn't make sense. If if nobody ever says, hey, you're wrong, you're going to pay this punishment or you're going to have to, you know, take whatever the crime, you know, the time for the crime, whatever you want to look at it. How, how are you going to get better? How are you going to grow if no one ever says you're wrong? If no one ever holds you accountable, if no one ever says, hey, how you feel isn't OK. How you what, you, what you're saying right now is not OK. And we're not going to let it slide. How can it change? How can you get better from that? Especially at 48. 
especially at 50, 55. Like, come on. It doesn't even sound right. It doesn't even make sense what you're saying. When you say it out loud, it doesn't even make sense. We're not talking about a 10-year-old here. We're not talking about an 8-year-old. You know, we're not talking about a 12-year-old. We're talking about a grown-ass man that's been through a whole lot of shit. Has been through a whole, been around a whole lot of people. Even just, even just putting that in an email is stupid as it is. Like, all, all, all everything else aside is dumb. It don't, it don't even make sense. It just says a lot about your character. Like to even put that in writing and say that, like, how how stupid can you really honestly be? Like, it doesn't even make sense in that regard. So if that's it, that's it. That's all I gotta say. John Gruden, what you did was wrong. You're paying for it. You're gonna continue to pay for it. And the only thing that I can do sitting here on this podcast, sitting on Twitter, is continue the conversation that you don't want to talk about. That that That's the only way I can hold you accountable. The world sees it. The world knows what you said. I know you want to say the past is the past. You messed up. And I know a lot of and a lot of a lot of people look at it that way. A lot of people look at life that way. It was 10 years ago. A man's unchanged. He's he's a different man. He doesn't treat me like that. I hear you. I hear you. But he never was held accountable for that, though. And he's going to be. And the conversation will continue. And more people need to be held accountable because this is still it still feels super pick or choose uh, on, on people. People people don't hold people accountable when they're their friend, when they're their buddy, when they when they work with them or build with them. They don't hold them accountable a lot of time. They want to, you know, sh- sh- keep it quiet. They keep quiet. You'll you'll even see this now on Twitter, on social media, on podcasts. There will be someone who did this exact thing or something very similar to this, and some people won't talk about it, and then they'll come out and talk about John Gruden. No. Like, that doesn't help. That doesn't help. Everyone has to be held accountable. I know everyone's not perfect. Nobody's perfect. We've all said shit we're ashamed of. We've all done things we're ashamed of that we're not proud of, but we all ain't racist, bro. And we all ain't homophobic either. <laughs> so while you might have made some mistakes, you didn't do that one. You know? Not all. Not everyone. I know there's just there is people out there. It is what it is. Um, so the, the least we can do to hold John accountable, to hold others accountable, to move forward, to grow, to do better is to continue the conversation. I don't want to talk about it. That's what he said. I don't want to talk about it. Well, you don't have that choice. We're going to continue to talk about it. As I close this up, I'll leave you with John's words. Uh, at, again, post game, this is before all the other emails came out. Um, this is what John said. And this is why I say we will continue to talk about it, John. As always, be kind, be great, keep dodging. I'm not like that at all, but I apologize. I don't want to keep addressing it. My, the, just my last question, how did the NFL contact you? You know, I'm not going to answer all these questions today. I think I've addressed it already. Uh, I can't remember a lot of the things that transpired 10 or 12 years ago, but um I stand here uh, in front of everybody apologizing. I know I'm not, uh, I don't have an ounce of, of racism in me. I'm a, a guy that takes pride in leading people together. And I'll continue to do that for the rest of my life. And again, I apologize to D. Smith and anybody out there that, that I have offended. Okay? All right, guys. Thank you.